0: You're listening to Win the Day with James Whitaker. What we do in life echoes in eternity. Broadcasting from Los Angeles, California. This is the number one podcast to help you win the day every day. Here's your host, James Whitaker. Let's go. Welcome to episode 34 of Win the Day. The quote for this episode is one of my favorites and says, we don't rise to the level of our expectations, we fall to the level of our training. I wanna repeat that because it's important and one I think about often. We don't rise to the level of our expectations, we fall to the level of our training. And we'll talk much more about that today. That quote is from Greek soldier, Archilochus. The most recent episodes of this show have been where I've interviewed some of the most successful people I know to help you take ownership of your financial, physical and mental health. There's many incredible takeaways from these episodes. Seriously, I've learned so much. What I wanted to start this episode with is a very quick recap so you can pinpoint which ones are best for you to check out. Once you've gone through those episodes and identified two or three takeaways, you'll be far better equipped when you run into adversity or a fork in the road, as all of us do, due to your new level of training, as the earlier quote reminds us. After that, I'm going to share with you how I've changed my daily routine as a result of the pandemic and being in isolation, especially the morning routine, because we win the day based on what we do in the morning. I'll also share with you a story that I've never mentioned before about a particularly challenging day that I had earlier this year. All right, let's do it. Episode 26 featured Michael Fox, an entrepreneur from Australia who created the world's first online women's custom shoe business, raising more than 25 million US dollars and partnering with companies like Nordstrom before losing it all, his business, the investors' money and his marriage. After a six month break to explore his intellectual curiosity, Michael embarked on a new entrepreneurial journey, one that was far more aligned to his personal mission, which he realized was to end industrial agriculture. To achieve that, he partnered with the right people and created a high-end meat alternative from mushrooms, so delicious that it attracted attention from people like Heston Blumenthal, whose restaurant, Fat Duck, was voted the number one restaurant in the world. Michael's company, Fable Food Co, is now available in more than 600 stores while still being less than two years old. If you wanna know the ins and outs of starting a business and finding out your personal mission, I can't recommend that highly enough. That's episode 26. In episode 27, we sat down with former Attorney General George Chanos, who even argued successfully in front of the Supreme Court to talk about a whole range of topics related to the present uncertainty and what we can expect from the future. This conversation included the tense political environment we're in, the technological tsunami that no one seems to be talking about, how automation and artificial intelligence are rapidly changing the world, how to pivot your business during a pandemic, and so much more. George's views are extraordinary, so definitely check that one out. Episode 28 featured Jessica Cox, who was born without arms and in addition to being able to drive a car, play the piano and put in contact lenses, she became the world's first armless pilot. If you or someone you know is in need of some inspiration, that episode with Jessica Cox is highly recommended. She's an incredible woman. And it's important to note that I apply so much of what I've learned during these interviews into my own life. That's why having a diverse mix of extremely capable guests makes all the difference. In episode 29, we spoke with Emily Fletcher, the world's leading expert on meditation for high performance. Emily has had an extraordinary career, which started as a performer on Broadway before she began her meditation journey, which has now seen her train everyone from Navy SEALs and NBA players to leading physicians and globally recognized CEOs. If you wanna learn how to stress less and create more, you will love episode 29. Episode 30 was a really important one for me because it included one of my biggest influences, Keith Ferrazzi. Keith is the author of number one New York Times bestseller, Never Eat Alone, which had a profound and continues to have a profound impact on my life. Keith is regarded as the world's foremost authority on relationships, networking and now remote work. We all feel the frustration of not having the opportunities we want, and this interview with Keith will show you the exact steps to establish relationships with the most influential people in the world and how to become resourceful enough to get job promotions, pay rises, and just about anything else you want. That's episode 30 with Keith Ferrazzi. In episode 30, I sat down with a good mate, Kerwin Ray, who is one of the world's foremost business growth experts. Kerwin has helped more than 100,000 businesses in 150 different industries in more than a dozen countries to achieve better results. And all of that came after overcoming dyslexia, ADHD, and a bunch of learning difficulties, as well as drug addiction and numerous near-death experiences. Kerwin is a seriously inspirational guy and shares some amazing lessons, such as how to balance hunger for future achievements with happiness in the present, why and how he learned to meditate while in a skydiving freefall, the parenting style he has for his six-year-old son, and how he reframed divorce to being an advantage. If that sounds like it's up your alley, check out episode 31 with Kerwin Ray. After that, in episode 32, we had Cos Marte on the show. Cost certainly has a unique background. In fact, it's one of the best stories I've ever heard. And if you're looking for some inspiration to overcome adversity, it's definitely the one for you. Cost began using drugs at 11, selling drugs at 13, and at 19, to six years later, he was at the helm of one of the largest drug delivery services in New York. Think of it like the Uber for cocaine. His business employed dozens of people, and Cost needed eight mobile phones just to store his client's contact info. Despite pulling in more than $5 million a year, he was thrown in jail for the 10th time since he was a kid, and he thought his life was over. Yet while inside, one fateful moment revealed an entirely new opportunity for him, and today he's regarded internationally as a fitness entrepreneur, author, and TED speaker. It's definitely a raw interview, that one, but it has some incredible insights. That's episode 32 with Cosmate. And finally, our last episode, 33, with John Assarath, who you might recognize from the blockbuster 2006 film, The Secret. In our interview, John shared how a painful and embarrassing health condition from his early 20s, I mean, some of the stories he shares about that are crazy, actually became the catalyst for him understanding just how powerful his brain was. Using the exact same steps as he did to get healthy, John set out to see if he could program his mind to build a billion-dollar company, and he did just that. There are some seriously good takeaways from that one, with the biggest being a proven step-by-step method to achieving literally any goal you want. You're going to love it, guaranteed. All right, that brings us to this one, episode 34. Now, a lot of people email me asking for tips on how to manage their daily routine. So here I'm going to share with you five changes that I've implemented into my daily routine to stay productive, happy and healthy during the pandemic. Before we dive in, I want to just reiterate how important it is to take purposeful and consistent action on everything you learn, not just from the Win the Day show, but from everything. Like we mentioned earlier, it's that training, that regular upskilling that gets you moving in the right direction and achieving everything you want. So right now it's the end of September 2020 and the world is still absolutely crazy, it really is, but we've entered somewhat of a new normal. If you don't have a plan to stay productive, happy, and healthy during this time, you're in big trouble. The cracks will start to appear, and that can manifest in a whole bunch of ways down the track, such as relationship troubles with your spouse, financial issues, health issues, you name it. In a time of massive transition, like we're in now, the right plan is essential. So I guess the overall theme of how my daily routine has changed is around self-care, and I wanted to share a quick story with you. At the end of May this year, my good friend Ronsi Vaz and I hosted We Are Podcast, which was an online event for existing and aspiring podcasters. We put that event together in just over seven weeks as a way to help people during the pandemic and to show people how they could make money from their podcast. Now, anyone who's organized an event before knows how many moving parts there are, but launching an event in a time as uncertain and fast moving as the pandemic, especially in April, led to a lot of complexity. We had to organize more than 40 high-level speakers across more than five different time zones, a significant challenge in itself. We had to get the right partners on board, figure out the tech side, which was far more complicated than it sounds because we'd never run an online event before, and spread the word so people actually attended the event. In a couple of weeks right before the event, I was exhausted. For the first time in years, I felt on the brink of burnout. Working behind the scenes to organize the event, at the same time as I was balancing many other things on the work side, as well as responsibilities as a husband and a father, it just accumulated very, very quickly. I was working till midnight and staring at a 27 inch computer screen right before bed, which led me to a horrible sleep, which led to me feeling lousy the next day, which made me feel less motivated to exercise and more irritable with my family. I was glued to my phone throughout the day. It was just not the mindset I wanted to be in, and it never ceases to amaze me how quickly it can creep up on you. So don't feel bad if you've recently found yourself in that situation also. Then on the day of the event, I woke up exhausted, but I woke up to a leg cramp, which is never a good feeling. In fact, it's quite an excruciating feeling. It's like your calf muscle is being ripped out of your leg. It wasn't quite the Zen feeling I was hoping to wake up with. Once the muscle spasm stopped, I took a few deep breaths and tried to reset mentally. Feeling a bit better, I got out of bed, but as I stood up, the leg that had given me the muscle spasm gave way, and I dropped my glass of water all over my iPhone and the pile of books next to my bed. For the last few years, I've been wearing a My Intent bracelet on my wrist that reminds me of the importance of staying calm rather than giving in to emotional reactions. Yet somewhere in the mayhem of the morning, the bracelet had snapped off my wrist. I remember thinking this feels like a moment of rebirth. Either this event is going to be incredible or it's going to be an absolute disaster. Ultimately, the event ended up being a huge success. We had people from more than 15 countries who attended. The very first speaker of that event was Hal Elrod, who wrote a book called The Miracle Morning, which has sold millions of copies and been translated into 27 languages. One of the first things Hal said was that in times like we're in now, it's more important than ever to double down on self-care. It's more important than ever to double down on self-care. That was such a simple but powerful statement. That's why the focus of this episode, and what I want you to focus on for the next week, is self-care. I truly believe we're in the midst of a mental health crisis right now as a result of the pandemic, the forced isolation, the very real economic impacts, and so much more. That's why it's so important to help each other out, but we can't give from an empty cup. We can't give from an empty cup. So fill up your cup first. Think about it like the safety masks on a plane. You put yours on first before you help someone with theirs. Do whatever you need to do. Make whatever changes you need to make to double down on self-care. So now I'm going to share with you the exact changes I've made in the last few months that have made me feel happier and more productive than ever. It's enabled me to fill my cup at a time when I really needed it and hopefully it works for you too. Number one, cold showers. I know this sounds crazy and confession time. I love a hot shower more than anyone. So the first time when I did this cold shower, I nervously turned on the tap to cold. No hot, just straight cold and I lasted about seconds. Seriously, I felt like an absolute wimp. But the second day, because I'm such a competitive person, I decided to set a timer on my phone and left it just outside the shower door. I knew there was no way I was going to not make that time if I had a timer out there. And there's a funny mental battle that occurs with cold showers. You're so apprehensive about it, like our body thinks we'll be in mortal danger. But of course, we're not going to be in danger. It's just a shower at a lower temperature, albeit a much lower temperature. With the stopwatch, I hit the two-minute mark, and then I did four minutes the next day. And ever since, I haven't had a problem at all. It's easy. In fact, your body actually gets used to it about 60 seconds in. So what was the big improvement? Sustained energy levels. It not only made me much more effective first thing in the morning, it gave me lasting energy throughout the day, much more than I've ever had previously. It also gives you a great sense of accomplishment early in your day because although you never feel like a cold shower, you're really proud of yourself afterwards. I have a shower every morning and since starting cold showers four months ago, I haven't missed a single one. And at this rate, I'm sticking with cold showers forever and my wife loves them too. One quick thing I wanted to mention, I tried the cold shower at nighttime to see if there were any additional benefits, but I didn't notice any positive changes at all. Some people swear by a cold shower, having one before bed, just like in the morning. So it's really up to you to try it out and see what works best for you. So I only do a cold shower in the morning and my hot shower at night feels 10 times more relaxing because I look forward to it all day. But I need to be clear here, I never look forward to the cold shower it's always a mental battle to start the day, but it's a very good system to ensure I'm ready to win the day, which is exactly what I think about when I step in there each morning. So that's number one, start your day with a cold shower. Number two, have a daily routine of exercise. Now with COVID, gyms and other fitness centers are closed, but for me personally, I'd much rather figure out a way to get my exercise in without needing to go to a gym or pay for a membership. During COVID, my wife and I started doing a morning yoga routine. It only takes 15 to 20 minutes and we just select any of the free yoga yoga sessions that are available on YouTube. This gets the body loose, if like me, you feel a little sluggish in the morning. Another confession here, I'm actually horrible first thing in the morning, but a quick yoga session and a cold shower and I'm a full inch taller and ready to tackle anything the day throws at me. If our daughter, the toddler, decides to wake up early, she either joins us for yoga or we'll take take her for a nice stroll around the neighborhood, which is invigorating just to get outside for some fresh air and wander around the trees. It doesn't matter what you do or when you do it, but having a daily routine of exercise and mobility should be a big priority for your life, even if or especially if your gym is closed. So that's number two. Number three, insulate yourself from negativity. In recent years, the biggest source for this has come through our mobile phones. Everything you see on there is designed to create an engagement, which means all the articles are far more sensationalized and emotional than they need to be. If you've watched the Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma, you'll also see a lot behind the scenes of how these tech companies and media outlets mold their algorithms to keep your attention. Is it any wonder then that a quick look at your phone can last for 30 minutes and you feel mentally drained afterwards? So take all the time and energy you have been spending on your phone and instead spend that time enjoying life. Get outside and back to nature, get some sunshine and you feel much better for it. That's number three, insulate yourself from negativity. Before we continue, just a quick reminder about my brand new book, Andrew Carnegie's Mental Dynamite. This book co-authored with Napoleon Hill, I know that still sounds so crazy to say, Napoleon Hill is of course the best-selling author of Think and Grow Rich, which is the best-selling self-help book in history. This book, Andrew Carnegie's Mental Dynamite, reminds us that there are simple solutions to the problems troubling us most. Everything from relationships and education to homelessness and even democracy. It also includes a detailed insight into what the top 1% of leading individuals and companies today do for superior results. If you want to learn a step-by-step guide to achieve happiness and success during the most challenging time our generation will ever face, this is the book for you. Go to Amazon, Barnes and Noble, your local bookstore, wherever you buy books, and grab a copy of Andrew Carnegie's Mental Dynamite. We'll also include a link to that in the show notes. All right, back to our list. Number four, surround yourself with the right people. Now, when I talk about the right people here, I'm talking about people who are optimistic about the future, no matter what's going on. People who are always resourceful enough to create the circumstances they want and people who channel their energy into adapting to the times rather than trying to resist something that they really have no control over. Unfortunately, the pandemic struck during an election year in the US, which means tensions are very high and people are spending way too much time talking about politics. But as George Chanos said in episode 27, there's 10% of people on either side of politics who are just too far gone. When we talk about unity, we're realistically talking about that middle 80% and trying to change people's opinions when they don't even recognize their own confirmation bias is exhausting. So only have a real conversation with someone who asks intentional questions without judgment and who willingly listens to your responses. It might seem like these people are hard to find, but I promise you they're out there. And a whole bunch of them are in our Win The Day group on Facebook. So click the link in the show notes and say hello to the more than 500 legends we have in there from all over the world. So that's number four, surround yourself with the right people. Fifth and finally, and perhaps most importantly, focus on consistency, not intensity. It doesn't matter what you did yesterday. It doesn't matter what you do tomorrow. What matters is what you do today. And if you go all out, you'll probably end up burnt out. So focus on a plan that gives you that consistency. Even if you have a day when you're feeling flat, still do the task. As a dad, every now and then there are nights where we are woken up two or three times and feel completely wiped of energy the next day. But those are the times when I know that sticking to this routine is most important. And you know what? I still feel productive. So focus on consistency, on getting the job done, not intensity. To recap, those are number one, try having a cold shower in the morning. Number two, start a daily routine of exercise. Number three, insulate yourself from negativity. Number four, surround yourself with people who are happy, resourceful, and adaptable. And number five, focus on consistency, not intensity. Now that I've let you in on some of my training, I hope you'll implement some of those in your own life to see what works best for you. And remember, there's a bunch of inspiring and heavily actionable episodes of this podcast ready to help you whenever you're willing. Again, that quote for today, we don't rise to the level of our expectations, we fall to the level of our training. So this week, I want you to focus on filling your cup so you can feel better and put yourself in a position to help others feel better. That's all for today. If you're loving the show, stop what you're doing right now and give it a five-star rating and let me know what your favorite takeaway from this episode was. You can also hit subscribe and get access to episodes as soon as they are released. And also grab your copy of Andrew Carnegie's Mental Dynamite, available now in bookstores all around the world. What can you expect from our next episode? Well, we're stepping things up in a big way. Trust me on that. So stay tuned. Remember to get out there and win the day. Until next time, onwards and upwards, always.